This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeremy Wolf. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Wolf, and today I am joined by a fellow I met recently. We've been meeting a lot of cool people at the Davy Cooper City Chamber of Commerce. Uh, we were at the luncheon together. I met Jose Ramos. He's with MagnaCon Group. Jose, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Jeremy. Oh, pleasure is all ours, and thanks to our listeners for tuning in. So, Jose, tell us a little bit about MagnaCon Group. Sure. Uh, so, MagnaCon Group is a state-certified design-build general contractor. And what that means is that we work with our clients essentially from the inception of the project all the way through delivery. So we're there during the design phase to sort of uh, police the budget, provide uh, our construction expertise and feedback, um, really to ensure that the design professionals are not overly designing projects um, that are maybe outside of the client's budget. Um, and we work with both commercial and residential clients here in the Tri-County area. So Broward, Palm Beach, and Dade Counties. And I know we talked about this briefly at the luncheon. You're, you're specifically handling larger projects, like full renovations um, from scratch construction and not like minor type, proper, type product, uh, projects. If I could speak today, we'd be in good shape. <laughs> yeah, no worries. No, yes, that that's correct. We uh we handle large renovations both on the commercial and residential sides. So, you know, we're not just doing a bathroom or a kitchen or something like that. If we're doing a residential project, it's typically uh a complete upgrade of the property. So, we would go in there and gut the entire house right back to the exterior walls and, you know, install all new MEP systems, mechanical, electrical, plumbing. Uh, plus all the structural work and finishes that comes with that. Now, if you have somebody that does reach out and they want a smaller scale project done, is that something you can help with or do you typically refer out in that instance? It, it really depends. You know, um, I think that it's difficult for us to be competitive in smaller projects, um, but it's really up to the client. You know, if the client wants to hire uh, a general contractor for their bathroom because, you know, they feel that that general contractor is going to be able to fully handle the entire project versus maybe a handyman or something like that, then you know we're we're always open to it. And sometimes smaller projects lead to larger projects. You know, we may we may connect with a client that needs to redo their bathroom, but maybe they're a business owner and they actually need their new office to be upgraded or built out or something like that. So the relationship may start in a new in a small project, but then later on we're in a relationship for a larger project that happens often. How'd you get into the GC world? Talk a little bit about your background. Sure. So I started my construction journey, I would say back in maybe like eighth grade or middle school. My dad was in the trades. So I would go and work with him on the weekends, you know, Saturdays, I would be there working with him. I would be there with him on uh, summer breaks, sometimes on spring break. And it's really something that was not a drag for me. I enjoyed being out there and working. And I definitely enjoyed reaping the financial benefits of that. You know, um, I made a lot of money for a kid back then doing construction. So I saw the value in it right away. Um, and then after I graduated high school, I went right into project management. 
Um, and, you know, I, I was part of a team that managed various in, uh, industrial, commercial projects, and then later on residential projects. Um, and it's uh, all I've been doing since. And I got my license and we started our own company. Always nice when you could find your your lifelong work lifelong work and passion at an early age. Most people uh, don't don't have that luxury, myself included. I've been on a interesting journey myself to land where I am today, but that's a, a story for another day. So m- most people, Jose, myself included, they hear GC general contractor and they have a general idea of what you guys do. But if if pressed upon it and asked to kind of expound upon you know what a GC does I think they'd be hard pressed to talk intelligently about it. Can you maybe talk a little bit about some of the myths or misconceptions that people typically have surrounding what you do? Sure. So a general contractor is essentially a construction manager. What I always like to tell people is it's our job to sort of manage the circus that is construction, you know, Uh, because (laughs) it can be. Yeah, it, it can be a circus. And the larger the project, the bigger the tent. You know what I mean? Uh, the more people, the more stakeholders that are involved. So I would say one common misconception would be that the general contractor is uh, fully or maybe solely responsible for delays in your project. You know, um, I like to explain to clients that that is not the case. There are many uh, entities and stakeholders involved in projects, you know, architects, uh, multiple subcontractors, you know, in a commercial project, we may have five, six, I don't know, up to 10 subcontractors, depending on the specialty work that might be going on on there. Um, during COVID and post COVID, obviously, we've seen a lot of delays from suppliers. So then we have suppliers in the mix too, you know, and a certain supplier or vendor may say, uh, yes, Mr. Contractor, your, you know, your window and door package is due in eight weeks, but they'll call you on week seven and say, okay, now we need another four weeks, you know? And these are just things that are just beyond their control. And the only way we can mitigate these issues is just to communicate. We have to communicate well with our client. And as long as everybody knows what is going on, then, you know, we can work together to fix those issues and and make sure that we're not running into other delays. Yeah, that makes sense. I love how you describe that. The bigger the circus, the larger the tent. Yeah, yeah. That's really sticking with me. That, that makes makes a whole lot of sense. <laughs> so, Jose, what do you what do you like to do for fun when you're not working, man? Tell us a little bit about your your family and and what you like to do in your leisure time. Sure. So we have three boys under ten, uh, two, seven, and nine. So we're we're obviously. <laughs> yeah, we're, our, our hands are definitely full, you know, but, uh, you know, when, when we're not doing school and homework and things like that, we like to get outdoors. Um, we enjoy the beach, hikes, uh, bike rides, um, even just kind of uh, visiting our local parks where we're very lucky to live in a community that has a lot of outdoor spaces. So that's really something that we enjoy together as a family. Um, we also like to, uh, to play music. We, uh, we're teaching the boys how to play guitar and drums. Um, I, I come from somewhat of a musical background, so that's something we enjoy doing together as well. Well, that's good to know. I, I myself am a guitarist. Oh, really? Okay. So then we need to uh, we need to hang out and uh, and jam then. Absolutely. I met I met yesterday. I did a podcast with an insurance agent in Pembroke Pines, and he's an avid drummer. So now we have a drummer we got to jam with. I had another guitarist. 
Uh, that's the hardest. Uh, that's the to... hardest uh, guy to, to find is a drummer. That's the backbone of the band, right? You, you're nothing <laughs> without a good drummer. What kind yeah. of uh, what kind of music you play on the guitar? Uh, so I've been doing bands since I was probably 15, 16 years old uh, in the punk rock world here locally. You know, we've met so many people in the past, I don't know, 20 plus years that do all kinds of interesting things outside of, of just being in a band. So um, it's been a, a good place to find friendships and to network. And, you know, I met a lot of people when I was a teenager that, that I'm still seeing nowadays. So it's it's been good. I've been on as of late. I play mostly acoustic, and I've been on a Dave Matthews kick for for quite some time now. Just playing a lot of Dave stuff, and uh, it's been resonating with me lately. That's awesome, man. Dave's an amazing musician, you know, and and his band is just incredible, you know. So yeah, that's that's definitely uh, that's definitely awesome. Yeah, I love it, love it. So, is there something that comes to mind? a life hardship or challenge, some, some defining moment along your journey that, you know, looking back at, you could say that you're better off for having experienced that or kind of it shaped you to where you are today. Yeah, sure. I mean, um, a lot of people talk about changes and things they did during COVID and, and sure it was a terrible time, you know, and it was a definitely a difficult time for everybody, but for me, you know, when, when things kind of shut down and, and the construction industry shut down and everybody was sitting at home kind of freaking out and figuring out, okay, what's what's going to happen here? What are we going to do? Um, a light bulb just kind of went off for me and, and I saw it as an opportunity to hit the books, study and get my GC license, um, which is something that I just didn't make time for previously just because, you know, we're all so busy running around and that's something that takes a lot of time. So. For me, it was it was a hardship, COVID, obviously, but it was also a great opportunity. And it allowed me the time to really focus and study and pass my GC test. And within three months, I would say, three and a half months, I was a licensed general contractor. On the fourth uh, month, we opened our company and we haven't looked back since. So um, I, I definitely uh, always look back to that. It's one way to make lemonade out of lemons. Yeah. So I guess I didn't get into this earlier. So prior to you getting your GC license, you you were all you were still doing construction type projects. You just weren't the actual GC in those projects, right? That's correct. We were project managers for other that, okay. general contractors, you know. So for me personally, I was essentially running an operation for another general contractor. Um, I just didn't have full control of the business, obviously, because I wasn't an owner. But Besides being the owner, I was the, the, the key person that was running the day-to-day -day and, and was doing everything that now we're doing for ourselves, our company, doing it our way. And in some ways, kind of being a little bit of a disruptor in the construction industry. Um, there's a lot of archaic methods and systems that are in place that we're shifting away from. And it takes time for people to get used to that, but eventually people realize that it's it's okay to make those changes and those changes, you know, make sense. What what was the most challenging thing transitioning from a project manager for another company to starting your own business and becoming an entrepreneur? Uh, I would say that it was definitely the the business side, obviously, you know, the business and the financial side of things. As as project managers and construction managers, we typically deal with obviously with the construction budgets so we're okay with that but as far as actually managing and running a business and dealing with you know the cpas 
and finding the right CPA and, you know, dealing with the tax stuff and, and payroll and all of that. That's definitely the challenging side of things. And there is a, a learning curve, but we have to accept that, you know, that there is a learning curve and it's okay to make mistakes and just learn from those mistakes and try not to make them again. Wait, you make mistakes? Sometimes, maybe once a week. That's unheard of, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes my life feels like <laughs> mistake after mistake after mistake, but that's how we, that's how we get better. That's how we learn. Yeah. Uh, we learn from our failures and our mistakes. And uh, as long as we're making the most of that and, and making good decisions moving forward, everything seems to work out for the best. Absolutely, man. That's one of the reasons why I really do love construction is because we're always learning. We're always, always learning. I always tell people, you know, if, if you know of a better way to do this, then tell me. Show all me. ears. Yep. And, and exactly. I'm all ears. I'm always looking to learn something new. Um, and we do learn something new. Every, every week we're learning, you know, and, and that's awesome. So it keeps it keeps everybody engaged. That's one of my I always say that's one of my my best qualities as I get older is my humility and when I was younger, I used to think I knew everything and you know, would argue with everybody. I know every, I know what's right. I know what's right. And now it's just like, I don't know. I, I know a lot about a little and a little, no, a lot about a little and a little about a lot, I think is the yeah. same. Um, so yeah, I'm all ears. Anytime I sp speak to somebody, you know, I I'm always all ears on what they have to say. So Yeah. I mean, we, we have to be, especially in, in our business and what we do, like I said, it goes back to that circus, you know? We have to rely on the expertise of our subcontractors. You know, I'm not an electrician. I have to rely on my electrician's expertise. And, you know, if they're telling me that this is the way we have to do something, I have to be open to that. I can't be uh, close-minded and dictate just because I think I know better, you know? So that's that's definitely important. Yeah, I'd imagine a, a good GC has subcontractors that they've hired that, are obviously experts in what they do and they don't have to really micromanage what they do uh, to some degree. They kind of let them do their thing and just do their thing. And Absolutely. We, uh, we, we live and die by our, our trade partners and that's what they are. You know, I always, I always let that be known to them. They are our partners, you know, with, without them, there is no MagnaCon, there is no business. So we have to make sure that everybody's is doing their best and, and it's taken care of. For anyone out there that's listening, that is interested in renovating their home, maybe they're going to be building a new home, they want to learn more, Jose, tell us how we could find you, maybe share your website, your contact information. How can we reach you? Sure. Our, our website is magnacongroup.com. You can also just pop that in, in Google. Um, that's a good starting point because you'll see our website. You'll also see our five-star Google reviews. Um, so you'll get some some information there from some of our clients. Um, you will also see a link for the DBPR website where you'll be able to verify my license. So you'll see that I am the licensed contractor. We do not rent our license or anything like that. Um, you'll also see some of the other platforms that we're in, uh, BuildZoom, et cetera. Um, you can also just call me. Call me at 954-562-0293, and um, we'll chat about your project. And uh, I'll, I'm always happy to share our expertise and feedback. Sounds good. And we will, of course, link in the description to all of your contact information. Jose, thanks so much, thanks so much for coming on the show, brother. Awesome. Thank you for having me, Jeremy.
Now it's our pleasure. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in. And we will catch you next time. Everyone have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to GNPCooperCity.com. That's GNPCooperCity.com. Or call 954-231-3170.